0: This is Crime Connections, and we're your hosts. I'm Jackie. And I'm Sarah. Since the early 1970s, 30 bodies and counting have been found dead within a 40-mile radius of the Texas Killing Fields area in Texas. The Killing Fields is actually an oil field in San Leon, Texas. Over the years, it has gained the name Texas Killing Fields. Some of the story has been made into a movie and most of the victims found were girls or young women ages 12 to 25 years old. Some shared similar physical features such as similar hairstyles and similar hair color. It is believed that many of the murders are the work of multiple serial killers. Despite efforts by the League City Texas Police along the assistance of the FBI, very few of these murders have been solved and those that have been solved were solved because of confessions given by prisoners or confessions given under duress from the police. The fields have been described as the perfect place for killing somebody and getting away with it. After visiting some of the sites on recovered bodies in League City, Amy Cannon-Mann, director of the film Texas Killing Fields, commented, you could actually see the refineries that are in the south end of League City. You could see the I-45, but if you yelled, no one would necessarily hear you. And if you ran, there wouldn't be necessarily anywhere to go. Looking into these women, I found more and more I could possibly connect to the area. So when does it start and when does it stop? Here are some of the girls I found that went missing during this period of time. Colette Wilson was 13 years old and she lived in Elvin, Texas, 22 miles from San Leon. She was last seen June 12, 1971 and discovered November 26, 1971. Her band director dropped her off on County Road 99 and Highway 6 at a bus stop. She disappeared. Her nude body was found close to I-10 and Highway 6 near Atkins Reservoir in West Houston, which was some 35 to 40 miles from where she was last seen five months earlier. She had been killed by a gunshot to the head and her band instrument was never located. The remains of Colette Wilson were found within 35 yards from the body of 19-year-old Gloria Gonzalez, who was later discovered. Brenda Jones, age 14, lived in Galveston, Texas, which was about 25 miles from San Leon. She was last seen July 1, 1971, and she was discovered July 2, 1971. She was last seen on the way to visit her aunt at the Galveston Hospital. Her body was found the next day floating in a nearby bay, close to the Sea Wolf Parkway and near I-45. She had a slip crammed in her mouth and had died of a head wound. They didn't specify what the slip exactly was, if it said something, or... I'm not really sure, so I thought that was interesting. Rhonda Johnson was 14 years old. She lived in Webster, Texas, which is about 26 miles from San Leon. She was last seen August 4, 1971 and was discovered January 3, 1972. She was last seen walking with Sharon Shaw along Seawall Boulevard in Galveston. Her skeleton remains were found in a marsh near Clear Lake. Shannon Shaw was age 13. She lived in Webster, Texas, which is about 26 miles from San Leon, she was last seen August 4th of 1971 and she was discovered January 3rd, 1972. She was last seen walking with Rhonda Johnson along Seawall Boulevard in Galveston, Texas. Her skull was found in Clear Lake and the rest of her remains were discovered in a marsh nearby alongside those of Rhonda Johnson. Gloria Gonzalez was 19 years old and she lived in Houston, Texas, which is about 40 miles from San Leon. She was last seen October 28th of 1971 and she was discovered November 23rd of 1971. She was last seen near her apartment on Jacqueline Street in Houston, Texas. Her severed remains were found near Adkins Reservoir in the same area as Colette Wilson. She died from blunt force trauma to the head. Allison Craven was 12 years old. She lived in Houston, Texas, which is about 40 miles from San Leon. She was last seen November 9th of 1971 and discovered February 25th of 1972. Her mother reported her missing after finding Allison had disappeared from their apartment near I-45. Police later found partial remains in a nearby field, two hands along with bones from an arm and some teeth. On February 25th of 1972, the rest of her skeleton was found in a pearland field also near I-45 and that was about five to ten miles from where she was last seen. Debbie Ackerman, age 15, lived in Galveston, Texas, which is about 25 miles from San Leon, Texas. She was last seen November 15th of 1971 and she was discovered November 17th of 1971. Debbie and Maria Johnson went to shop for gifts at the Galveston Mall. They were last seen accepting a ride near an island ice cream shop. Both disappeared on November 11th of 1971 and they were both found dead two days later, 10 miles north of where they disappeared. This was close to I-45 and Highway 3. They were in Turner's Bayou in Texas City where the fishermen saw them floating. Both girls were shot twice before they were dumped into the water. Their hands and feet were both bound and they were only partially clothed. Maria Johnson was 15 years old. She lived in Galveston, Texas, which was about 25 miles from San Leon. She was last seen November 15th of 1971, and she was discovered of November 17th, 1971. Like I just said, she was last seen accepting a ride near an island ice cream shop with Debbie Ackerman. Kimberly Pitchfork, age 16. She lived in Houston, Texas, which is about 40 miles from San Leon. She was last seen January 3rd of 1973 and was discovered January 5th of 1973. She was last seen on January 3rd, 1973 at Dobie High School for her driver's test. She was supposed to call home for a ride after her driver's test, but the call never came. She was found two days later in a ditch near Angleton near the 288 Highway, about 30 miles south of where she was last seen. Now, I would like to say her uncle, Ray Pitchfork, was quoted saying a possible serial killer was known to have attended the school about the same time. And I don't know where that came from or why he said that. I can't prove this but thought it was interesting enough to say yeah Yeah. Brooks Bracewell was 12 years old and she lived in Dickinson, Texas, which is about nine miles from San Leon. She was last seen September 6 of 1974 and discovered April 3rd of 1981. Brooks Bracewell and Georgia Gear had skipped school on September 6, 1974. She was last seen with Georgia Gear at the local convenience store off of FM 517 and I-45. Her remains were identified along with Georgia Gear's in an Texas. Texas ditch. Both had been beaten to death. Georgia Gere was 14 years old. She lived in Dickinson, Texas, which is nine miles from San Leon. She was last seen September 6th of 1974 and was discovered April 3rd of 1981. Like I had just said, she was last seen with Brooks Bracewell at the local convenience store off of FM 517 and I-45. In 1976, some of her remains were found by police, but due to negligent weren't identified as hers until a new detective took over the case in 81, re-examined the ditch where they were originally found. Susan Bowers was 12 years old. She lived in Galveston, Texas, which is 25 miles from San Leon. She was last seen May 21st of 1971 and was discovered March 25th of 1979 she was last seen walking between the 4000 block of avenue south street to the 3100 block of avenue p street at 10 45 a.m her skeleton remains were found two years later in alta loma texas karen pretty was 28 years old and this victim is our oldest victim so far and i don't think this is related but i thought i was i mean a lot of people do for some reasons. So i thought i would mention it her husband robert pretty came home in north houston from his job on may 10th of 1978 he found breakfast have eaten on the table and heard dripping water from the bathroom he found the bodies of his sons scott age 7 and mark age 5 in a bathtub he pulled them from the water his wife was in the master bathroom she had been strangled with a phone cord and her hands and feet were bound with a phone cord and she was submerged underwater in the bathtub. She was still wearing her floral bathrobe and had not been sexually assaulted. The children were still in their pajamas and they were not sexually molested either. Scott was strangled with the bare hands of the assailant and drowned face first in the tub of water. Mark was strangled and drowned in the same fashion as his brother but he had also been beaten. The house had not been robbed and only one drawer was opened according to the police. The case remains unsolved, and the perps slash motives are unknown. Like I said, I highly doubt that this is related because it involved children, like more than one person, but a lot of people do think it is related, so I thought I would mention it. That
1: Yeah, the motive and the very killing different. is totally different, M.O.
0: Yes, and so I highly doubt it's related. In 1980, there was an unknown Jane Doe. She was about 14 to 17 years old. She was dumped on I-45 about 5 miles north of Huntsville, which is about 110 miles from San Leon. She was nude and had been strangled with pantyhose and had human bites on her body. She was described as to be around 5 foot 4 inches tall, 110 pounds, and it was noted that a
1: truck driver had found her body. That also sounds like it might not well, be related.
0: Later on, there's a few girls that were also strangled. And the connection, I believe, is the
1: highway. That's what I was thinking as I'm like listening.
0: Yep. Michelle Garvey was 15 years old. She lived in New London, Connecticut, which was 1,700 miles away from San Leon. She was last seen June of 1982 and discovered July 1st of 1982. She left her home in June, possibly through her window. She is believed to have hitchhiked, but it is unclear how she ended up in Texas. Her body was found hours after her death and was identified in 2014, after a Webslose user suggested the match. Which I thought was really crazy.
1: Yeah, because I feel like we always like go to WebSleuth. We don't use it as like fact, but it always is there. And it's just like... Helpful. It's Very helpful, helpful because you have all these miniature detectives going and looking at things that maybe the other detectives don't have the time mm-hmm. or haven't thought of.
0: Well, and also, a lot of it sometimes is locals that are helping. They're like, well, this is what I heard. you, know, cause it's, you- Yeah, the rumor mill,
1: sometimes, yeah, it is rumors, but other times there's some, some truth, truth to, to it. it. Yeah.
0: Tamara McCurry was 22 years old. She was last seen in Galveston, Texas, which is 25 miles from San Leon. She disappeared in Galveston after being seen getting into an orange or yellow van on July 1st of 1982. Heidi Fay was 23 years old. She lived in League City, Texas, which is about 13 miles from San Leon. She was last seen October 10th of 1983 and discovered on April 4th of 1984. She was last seen at a convenience store located off of West Main Street in Hobbs in League City, Texas. Her remains were found in the 3,000 block of Calder Road after a dog brought her skull to a nearby house. She had vanished six months earlier after walking from the home of her parents to use the phone at a nearby convenience store. She was last seen at a convenience store located off of West Main Street in Hobbs in League City, Texas. The medical examiner noted that Faye had broken ribs and had been beaten with a club. She may have died from blunt force trauma to her head. Sandra Rambert was 14 years old and she lived in Santa Fe, Texas, which is 18 miles from San Leon. She was last seen October 26 of 1983. She has never been found or seen again. She was last seen at her home. She was determined to be missing due to the fact that the front door was left
1: open, food was in the oven, and her purse and coat were located in the house still could she so could she be that jane doe because that the age fits i don't know if they've ever like matched her to that um i'm not sure jane doe
0: i mean possibly but like i said she still has not been found so people are thinking she's linked but it could be something it could completely be something different. different yeah or maybe runaway i'm not sure February 26 of 1986, four boys were riding dirt bikes and smelled a foul odor. They located skeletal remains and called the police. The remains were called, I don't know, they kept calling them dubbed Jane Doe. She had died six weeks to six months before being found. She had been shot in the back. Part of the bullet was found with the cadaver at the medical examiner's office. The autopsy also revealed healed fractures of the ribs. She is described as being 25 years old, being between 5 feet and 5 inches to 5 feet 8 inches tall. She weighed about 140 to 160 pounds with light reddish brown hair that was shoulder length with a distinct gap between her upper front teeth. She was about 50 yards from where Faye had been found and while investigating the scene the police found yet another body that same day. Which brings me to Laura Miller. She was 16 years old. She lived in League City, Texas, which is 13 miles from San Leon. She was last seen September 10th of 1984 and her body was discovered February 3rd of 1986. She was last seen at the same convenience store Heidi Fay was last seen the year prior using a payphone to call her boyfriend. Her remains were found 60 feet away from where the police had found Heidi Faye the year before. Laura Miller had been shot in the head. Laura Miller, is the reason I found this case. Because I had heard about her missing somehow, and then it brought me to all
1: these women. So, Laura is the 20th person we've mentioned so far that could be possibly connected. Yes. So, I'm hearing different motives. I'm hearing people getting strangled. I'm hearing blunt force trauma to the head, and Mm now I'm hearing gunshot wounds. So, there's three different things, and most killers don't switch up. In the
0: beginning at the police think it's multiple serial killers they don't think it's all one okay or multiple killers in general
1: that are just kind of using this as like a cover-up because yes. it will be harder to figure out yes okay
0: and like i you'll hear me not mentioning they didn't they don't mention evidence at any of these crime scenes which is like confusing to me There's nothing. Unless they're not mentioning it, which I don't know why they wouldn't, I didn't see or hear anything about evidence, except the one girl that was bit, like the the teeth marks. She had bite marks. Yeah. Our 21st victim is Michelle Thomas. She was 17 years old, and she was last seen October 5th of 1985 in Alta Loma, 14 miles from San Leon, and she is still missing. She's never been found. Audrey Cook was 30 years old. She lived in either Galveston or in Channelview, Texas, which it's going to be either 25 miles or 35 miles from San Leon. She was last seen December 1985 and was discovered February 2nd of 1986. She was discovered in the same field that Laura Miller was found in. In the corners, estimated that the woman was around about 22 to 30 years old. She was 5 foot 5 to 5 foot 8. She had died six weeks to six months prior to being found. The woman had a small caliber gunshot wound to the back. She was identified in April of 2019 along with Donna Prudeholm via genetic genealogy via family tree DNA which we have seen before. Mm -hmm. There was a headless woman the age is unknown found in April of 1986 Police recovered a headless body from a garbage bag in a state park in Galveston, Texas. The body still remains to this day unidentified. What is going on in Texas? Yeah, it, it's wild. Our 24th victim is Shelley Sykes. She was 19 years old. She lived in Texas City, Texas, which is 14 miles from San Leon. She was last seen May 24th of 1986 and still has never been found to this day. She was last seen leaving her job as a waitress at a local beachfront restaurant in Galveston. Her car was found the next day, stuck in the mud, blood-stained, and abandoned on the side of I-45. Her family believes the police found a white blouse that belonged to her after one of her convicted kidnappers, Gerald Swartz, drew them a map to where to find her body, but she still has never been found. Erica Garcia was 14 years old. She lived in Houston, Texas, which is 40 miles from San Leon. She was last seen June 7th of 1987. She disappeared from a teen club. She was found behind a nearby vacant building and she had been strangled to death. Susan Richardson was 22 years old. She lived in Galveston, Texas, which is 25 miles from San Leon. She was last seen October 7th of 1988, and she has never been found. She was last seen at her job at a night clerk at the Casa Del Mar condos at approximately 6 a.m. Another employee was sleeping in the room above Richardson's office and awoke to a scream. Then a car door slammed from the parking lot and another scream before the car drove away. She left behind her purse, school books, and car. One of her shoes was found in the parking lot, but she is still missing and has never been seen or heard from again. Another Jane Doe, the age between 14 and 19 years old, was discovered in a wooded area on the east side of Houston on September 19th of 1989. She was described as between 5'2 and 5'5, around 110 pounds to 130 pounds. Her cause of death was a gunshot wound to the head, and her estimated death was one to three months prior to being found. Donna Prudholm she was 34 years old. She lived in Nassau Bay, Texas, which is 16 miles from San Leon. She was last seen and no one reported her missing pretty much. She was discovered September 8th of 1991 in the Texas Killing Fields. The coroner's estimated that the female victim was 24 to 34 years old. She was between 5 foot and 5 foot 3 and weighed about 100 to 130 pounds. She died six weeks to several months prior to being found. She had low quality upper dentures and poorly healed fractures in two ribs. She appeared to have been beaten with a club and possibly strangled by a drapery cord found close by. Her cause of death was not determined to be strangulation, but most likely the beating. She was 100 yards from where the other victims were located. Lynette Bibbs, was 14 years old. She lived in Houston, Texas, which is 40 miles from San Leon. She was last seen February 1st of 1996 and discovered February 3rd of 1996. She was last seen at a teen club with her friend Tamara Fisher and a 22-year-old male companion who claims to have dropped them off at a motel on Old Spanish Trail in Houston. Her body was found by Tamara's off the side of the dirt road near Cleveland, Texas. Which brings me to my next victim, Tamara Fisher. She was 15 years old. She lived in Houston, Texas, which is about 40 miles from San Leon. She was last seen February 1st of 1996 and discovered February 3rd of 1996. She was last seen at a teen club with her friend Lynette Bibbs, like I said, with a 22-year-old companion. Her body was found two days later near Lynette's off of the side of a dirt road near Cleveland, Texas. They both had been shot to death, but police suspect different
1: people. Okay, so they were missing together, found together, but they were murdered by separate people, is what they're trying to say? Yeah,
0: like, that does not... And they both were last seen with the same person. That does not make any sense whatsoever. Crystal Baker was 13 years old. She lived in Texas City, Texas, which is 14 miles from San Leon. She was last seen March 5th of 1996 and discovered March 5th of 1996. After leaving her grandmother's house during a fight they were having, Crystal was last seen using a phone at a local convenience store to apologize and ask family to come and get her. Two hours later, her body was found. She had been raped, strangled, and dumped over the I-10 Trinity River Bridge. Kevin Edson Smith, 45, was convicted of capital murder in her death in 2012 and sentenced to life in prison. In 2019, Governor Greg Abbott signed into law the Crystal Jean Baker Act, which permits the collection of DNA in individuals arrested for certain felonies prior to conviction. Laura Smither was 12 years old. She lived in Friendswood, Texas, which is 35 miles from San Leon. She was last seen April 2nd of 1997 and discovered April 20th of 1997. After telling her mother she was going on a 20 minute jog, Laura was last seen running down the same street that her home was on. 17 days later, her body was found at the edge of a retention pond in pasadena near i-45 she was nude except for one sock and a ring her head was decapitated the autopsy report indicated that african-american hair was found on the girl's body but it was later determined that it was a contaminated or it was it got on her body from being contaminated at the crime scene yeah it like wasn't in relation to the crime in nineteen ninety-eight, her parents established the Laura Recovery Center, a nonprofit organization that aids the search for and recovery of kidnapping victims. William Lewis Reese was indicted with the murders of Laura Smither and Jessica Kane in two thousand sixteen. Jessica Kane was seventeen years old. She lived in Lamarck, Texas, which is thirteen miles from San Leon. She was last seen August seventeenth of nineteen ninety seven and was discovered. March 18th of 2016. She was last seen at a restaurant near Baybrook Mall in Clear Lake dining with friends at around 1.30 a.m. She was reported missing when her father found a truck abandoned along I-45 South. 19 years later, Jessica's remains were finally found in a field off of East Orem Road next to Hobby Airport. Suspected serial killer William Lewis Reese directed investigators to search the area where her remains were found. In 2016, Reese was indicted and in the murders of Jessica Kane and Laura Smither, like I said, were pinned on him. Tot Herrmann was 57 years old. She lived in League City, Texas, which is 13 miles from San Leon. She was last seen July 12th of 2001 and has never been found. After mapping a route between the League City and Corpus Christi, Texas, on a mission to search for a new home, Tot was last seen driving her 1995 Lincoln Continental along Highway 35. Neither she nor her car have ever been found. Sarah Trusty was... 23 years old. She lived in Algoa, Texas, which is 20 miles from San Leon. She was last seen July 12th of 2002. She was discovered July 27th of 2002. After leaving her Algoa, Texas home during the evening hours of the day, she was last seen riding her bike near the Algoa Baptist Church. The next day, her bike was found in the foyer of the church. Fourteen days later, her body was found in Texas City Dyke by a fisherman. Our last victim, Teresa Vanguez, was 16 years old. She lived in Dickinson, Texas, which is nine miles from San Leon. She was last seen October 31st of 2006 and discovered November 3rd of 2006. She was last seen walking near the Green K subdivision on Halloween night. Three days later, her body was found strangled, raped, with her hair cut off in a field across from Dickinson High School. Almost every single one of these girls were near a highway or found off of a highway. This is 36 girls that have gone missing or found dead in 35 years. That is just what I found. Which, with some of them being 35 years old, the information is very limited, so there very well could be more women. We have encountered people not being reported missing for months or years after they went missing or being reported missing in general. So who knows how many girls... Could be missing or dead due to whatever is
1: happening in Texas. Well and that with that you have a girl that's from Connecticut that was found there. So how many of those Jane Does and people that they haven't found yet are from different areas that went missing?
0: Yes. And I, I know this is a lot of information and a lot of women to listen to, but in this part one of this this two part episode, I gave you thirty-five victims within three counties in Texas that have gone missing or have never been found again. 35 girls who all had similar body structures, similar haircuts, similar hair colors, and an age range from 12 to 25, minus a few of them. It makes me sick to my stomach thinking of how many more there could be.
1: Oh, I would definitely say there's more because you have one that went missing in, like, early 1990s and wasn't found until 2016 until someone said something. Yeah. And, I mean owners of cornfields like it's not their fault people use them as like the prime opportunities or maybe not cornfields but fields in general Mm -hmm. to hide bodies but it is something that maybe you should stay cautious especially living in that area if you know that's a dumping ground for people then maybe just go out and check a little bit more often than you would maybe in
0: other areas for sure and i would also like to say i did look into san leon texas in general and i was curious because i'm trying to figure out Personally, I don't think these are all the connected.
1: Same. Yeah, they they can't be. That's so
0: much. Oh no, but I do think that some of them could be connected to each other.
1: Oh, for sure. There's like the ones are where... similar MOS. Yeah, absolutely. But I looked into
0: San Leon, Texas, and I was wondering a few things. One is, it a place where people are importing things via water. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you look up San Leon, Texas, it is close to some bays where I'm assuming things get imported. Right. So I was wondering about that possibility. Like I said, all these women, almost every single one of them was either found off the highway or near one or at a gas station where truckers
1: go to get gas. Well, and we have talked about it in a previous case where they even said, There are so many of us out here that are truck drivers, that are serial killers, you'd be shocked.
0: Yep. So for part one, that is all I have for you. I would really encourage you to come back to part two and listen to the result of finding this many women, possibly connected, possibly not. Join us next Wednesday to hear the Texas Killing Fields part two. Thanks, guys. Thank you.